It's the Guns and Radio Podcast, episode number 51. As always, each and every Monday, coming at you wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Chris Caputo. And I'm Dustin Bones. And man, we got a crazy episode for our crazy lives, and which is coincidentally the song that we're going to be listening to today, believe it or not. How you doing, Mr. Caputo? I am good. How are you, Dustin? Oh, I'm great, man. We got some catching up to do. Uh, later on in the show, I just Definitely. realized that. But we've also got a very special guest for Please welcome our friend Matt. And I, please tell me if I'm saying this wrong. Manzella. Perfect. Right in the first. Uh, woo. I didn't think to, to confirm it before. <laughs> before <laughs> well, we started man, recording. You're long, so you're, you're you're good, man. Perfect uh, on the first try. Dude, we met we met Matt on Twitter this week, and. Uh, Turns out he is a really interesting individual, and you're going to find out all about that later in this episode also. And uh, did I already mention we're listening to Crazy Life today by Slash? we got a killer song for this episode, so man, oh, yeah. you picked a, you lucked out on this one. Yeah, man, very cool. I love all Slash's soul. Really, I love anything Slash has ever done, so uh, pretty pretty easy there. Yeah, and and considering how we met and everything, it's pretty ironic that it's a slash song because the, the 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 songs we pick, if you don't already know, especially you guys listening at home, uh, are completely on a lottery. We have no say in any of that, and uh, so we're going to find out what next week's song is going to be later in the show, and plenty of other things. But first, man, we've got a lot to look forward to, man. This Saturday on Fight, it's going to be Motley Crue from the End Tour. Man, Caputo, what do you think about this fight uh, thing where they're doing concerts and shit? Dude, it's awesome, especially now, like, with this whole pandemic going on. You know, there's no concerts going on. You know, I'm just as cheesed about everyone else is that, like, you know, had a lot of concerts planned for this summer. Can't yes. really go to them now. But at least Fight TV is helping us out, um, giving us this 11 concert extravaganza. It's only $39.99. And coming up this Saturday, you're going to get a show from Motley Crue's The End Tour. And yeah. then on August 8th, you're going to get Kiss Rocking in Las Vegas. That is something that is going to be epic. And, of course, don't forget, August 29th, we're really building up for this one because I'm really excited for this. Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. They're going to be on there. You can get all of this for $39.99. And if you join now, you don't even have to wait for three of these. You can get immediate access to the Stones, Def Leppard, and Toto right now as we speak. So check out the description of this podcast, click on the fight link, go join in on that for the summer, 11 summer concert extravaganza, and uh, yeah, we're going to be, uh, you rock out with us, hit us up on Discord when you do, because then we can watch it along together or something. Oh, well, I'm while we're here, we're in this, uh, we got this train rolling, let's tell you also about gunsandradio.com, it's our home website where you can go to get all of our information. You can go join our Discord there. You can get your Discord invite. Find us on Twitter. And also, we don't want to forget about our good friend Matt here. You'll be able to go to the past guest sections and find all of his links 
And Matt, do you want to tell anybody about anything in particular that they should be excited about? Uh, nothing upcoming, actually. The only thing, I guess, in the horizon, uh, August 30th will be the one-year anniversary since I released my first uh, debut solo album. It's a 10-track instrumental album. You can find that. I guess I'm going to jump into it early. You can find that anywhere streaming can be done, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, YouTube, um, Amazon, anywhere. So, yeah, that's nice. coming up in one year. And uh, I'm sure at some point we'll plug all the social media. You know, it's got all the links on there. So, um, yeah, that's about it, man. I, I, a real quick side note. I don't mean to hijack this. I know you guys are mentioning what a bummer it is that all these concerts have been sidelined. And, um Interesting enough, July 11th, just this past 11th, obviously, I just turned 34, and on my birthday, I was supposed to see Guns N' Roses at <sighs> Detroit. I, I mean, what, how cool it is again, like, on my birthday. Seeing that would have been awesome. That would have fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah, man, I was so excited. My buddies were going to go, and obviously that didn't happen, but man, oh man, the stars aligned almost for that one. Yeah. Well, there'll be, it's an experience. We'll talk more. We'll, we'll chat about that uh, here in just a minute. Go check out Matt on Twitter at Matt, Matt Manzella. Link in the description also. Go follow us on Twitter. Caputo, you always do this part better than me. So go tell them where they can join us on all our various social media platforms. Oh, yeah. Twitter and Instagram, both the same at guns, the letter N radio pod, all one word. Um, follow us there. Get us some followers because we've got some bonus, go- yeah, bonus show goals uh, coming oh, your yeah. way. Yeah, so we got three of them right now running. So whichever ones you hit first, we get a bonus show and consecutively after that. So uh, get us to 200 followers on Twitter, there's a bonus show. Get us 200 followers on Instagram, there's a bonus show. And if you get us to 20,000 total plays across all our episodes, there's another bonus show coming your way. And that's about to happen because we're at 13,500 right now. and. Yeah. Dude, thank you guys for downloading us and listening to our show. We really appreciate it. And we're very, very close to those Instagram followers also. Definitely. As of this recording, I think we're like 10 or 11 away. Shit. Somewhere around there, yeah. <laughs> so we're getting there. So definitely a bonus show is on the horizon. So tell your friends, your family, anyone. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Get us those bonus shows. They're going to come for you. That's right. And don't forget, when you do get us to a bonus show, we're going to post polls and things like that for you guys to vote on so you guys get to decide the fate of the bonus show when it's all said and done anyway so and also you can go follow matt over on instagram at matt menzella and same on twitter and facebook.com slash matt menzella music oh man now that we got that out of the way oh how has you guys been this week how is you guys what the hell did i don't are you guys a stroke (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, it's all this isolation at home. You forget how to interact with people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using my uh, when I call people to collect money voice. Oh, very cool. Yeah, man, those, <laughs> those guys aren't very well liked, but uh, especially right now. But <laughs> oh man, Caputo just got back from vacation. How was that? It was nice. Uh, just a little weekend getaway with some friends. Went a couple hours up north, you know. Um, rented out a place, you know, just, it was good. It was a good, uh, weekend just to get away from like the craziness of like work and life in general, you know, did anything stupid, crazy happen? Uh, no, nothing really stupid, crazy. I mean, besides everyone just getting drunk and having a good time, man, that's it. Matt, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, we want to talk about how we met. Um, 
we went to uh I was on Twitter and I think we both follow Brando, is that right? Was it Brando? I believe so. I mean, it gets tough to keep track. I follow so many Guns N' Roses accounts, but uh, that does sound about right. And I saw a post, and I think Caputo maybe commented on it first. I don't know if you could. Yeah, because I saw Brando, I think, because he posts a lot of like pictures because he has the, the Getty Images stuff for that. So I think he posted something about Slash's Blues Ball, whatever. Yeah. I, I almost said Blue Balls. <laughs> yeah, no, I was <laughs> in my head. I was waiting for it. um but uh yeah so i don't remember if caputo replied and i saw it because of that or uh caputo replied as the guns and radio account and i saw it because of that one of the two yeah he had shared a picture from slash's blues ball (laughs) (laughs) and uh um matt here posted a, a a picture of the cd and i was like well fuck slash had a whole cd i've never heard so Matt here was good enough to send me this so that we could add it to our wheel, our song lottery at the end of the show that we do. And uh, we're going to review each of those tracks uh, from Slash's Blue Ball. Blue Ball. Blues <laughs> Ball. Got you this time. <laughs> Got On our show, eventually. So our show's life has now been extended because it also got me to look it up to find other tracks. And I found out that um, there, how many do we say, 18 total that we've added? Yeah, there's plenty now. Not just that, but a few other things I think you said you added too. I'm going to pull up the lottery. With everything that was added, mainly Slash's Blues Ball, uh, (laughs) we're up to, we have 434 episodes of this show remaining. Wow. I'm going to be 43 by the time we finish this. Yeah, we still have what seven eight years i think if we uh, do it yeah. one one a week yeah yeah i mean not not including bonus shows which i hope we get those bonus show goals people i yeah. don't want to be 50 still doing the same podcast <laughs> no way but uh through that i got to meet matt and matt was good enough to send those to us and then we got to chatting and uh you of course he's a big gnr fan and i was like dude come on the show let's talk let's talk about gnr and then uh, as part of the preliminary of having a guest, I sent him an email and was like, I'm going to need a bio, some stuff you want to plug and things like that. And he sent me this bio and I really wasn't prepared for this, to be honest with you. <laughs> and it turns out you've got some interesting, uh, stories and shit that you could tell here that I wasn't even prepared for. I thought we'd come on, we'd bullshit a little bit. We'd talk about GNR. We listen to a song it'd be the end of it. But uh, you've done music. It says your music has been featured on the History Channel, the Paramount Network, uh, Animal Planet, Big Ten Network, uh, Golf Channel. I, I guess that's exciting if your music's on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can leave that one out. <laughs> no, that's the one we're going to focus in on on this show. Basically, all of what I do is instrumental music. You know, I, I have a studio at home um, to do all my just for years and years. I mean, I've been playing and producing music for over 20 years now. So I I just, there's no shortage of tracks, you know, whether I'm doing it for something or just for the hell of it, I'm just constantly recording, pumping out new tracks. And, and um, I think I met a guy, I mean, we're talking like maybe 10 years back, like message board days, some music forum. Somebody mentioned about getting their music featured, like on sound libraries, you know, like stock, stock music. 
Yeah. And I just took a swing at it. I'm like, man, I'm sitting on probably close to a hundred instrumental tracks. I mean, ranging from everything from blues to rock to metal to even a country song or two, you know, just everything. And um, I uploaded it to a, to a music library and they essentially sort through it and cut the fat. And, and truth okay. be told, I mean, I probably submitted 50 songs and amongst those, they probably picked like seven that they like. So it's, oh. it's, pretty, wow. it's, it's a pretty strict guideline of what they're looking for. Okay. And once they get what they want, you know, they just tell you these ones were denied. This one, um, I'm kind of going on a, on a rant here, but yeah, that once they once they get the ones they like, you set up an account and they essentially just shop them around, you know. So when they making us, you're the history channel. You say, hey, I need maybe a punk song or a metal song, and they, and they say to them, okay, we've got, you know, this guy, he's got some cool punk songs, maybe like, and um, okay. It was interesting because, you know, like they don't call you up and say like, hey, we're going to use your song in this. You just get a check in the mail one day huh. and, and it's itemized. I'm like, oh, yeah, by the way, last last September, you know, it was used on Forged and Fire or Ink Master or whatever. So um, well, that's really cool. That yeah. Is it like is it a nice surprise or is it like our sponsorships where it's like 50 cents and shit? <laughs> no, I, I, I will. I, I won't go into like numbers. I'm not asking for numbers. I'm just like, it's, is it? Nice? <laughs> it's been enough to like buy me some cool things. I'll put it that way. You know, nice. I've gotten so it, nice. So it's. Uh, I'll say this: it's more than I've ever gotten playing in a club somewhere. So <laughs> <laughs> that's so, good. <laughs> it's that's really good. Yeah, you get them quarterly. Um, you know, and it's just. It's it's nice side money, you know. It's 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 more it's more just to say I did it, you know. It's a lot of fun. And, and, oh yeah. Sure. I, as much as I hate to admit it, there's probably guys that take it more serious than me, where they where they pay their bills with it. But mm-hmm. um, you know, I I, I don't want to say I'm a hobbyist, but it's definitely just kind of an added bonus on the side, I guess. Dude, we are not hobbyist snobs on this show because we are hobbyists. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like there is no shame, and and especially when your hobby turns you some change on the side, that's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. So good for you, man. Like I'm really glad to see that you've had some, some success and everything. And that's also got to be cool to be able to just say that you know you've been you've been on like forged in fire shit like you don't have to tell that he was on the golf channel all you got to be is like dude my song was played when tiger woods hit that damn <laughs> right. I don't know. one Nobody i don't know the golf championship <laughs> <laughs> it's all in how you word it you, you right. know what i'm saying <laughs> but man uh, have you ever got to see gnr live before i know that you said your birthday got fucked up because of the covid yeah, man, and in some variation or another, I know um, the first time I saw him was when it was when it was just Axel. Oh, man, forgive me, I don't even remember what who was playing guitar at the time. It was right around um, the, like, the democracy era, so probably I, I want to say it was probably like the first tour that followed Chinese democracy, like O two, or o- yeah, probably. Oh, man, oh, man. That, that's going Are far. we talking about pre-release, the pre-release era of the Chinese Democracy Tour, or the post-release era of the Chinese Democracy Tour? I want to say it was, shit, man. I want to say probably pre-release. I think I, I think it was Bumblefoot. I 
and forgive me, man, that it wasn't that memorable, but it, 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 I mean, it was cool, but it le- kind of left me wanting more. Um, I've seen Slash a few times, Slash and Miles Kennedy a few times. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I saw GNR on the, uh, not in the Lifetime Tour, I saw him at Ford Field where the Lions play. Oh, that's really cool. Nice. Yeah, it was a great show. It was super cool because Allison Chains opened, and I'm a huge fan of them, so that was that was a lot of fun. Did you get uh, Did you get seats or did you uh, did you make the pit? No, we got seats, but truth be told, I mean, I don't go to a lot of concerts at Ford Field as a football stadium, but there really wasn't a bad seat in the house, man. I mean, they they really really had an awesome production that like no matter where you were you, you were having fun you could hear it you could see it so no man we were just fine in the seats have you been to any duff shows no i can't say i have like, I, i'm not so sure how much he comes to the detroit area it's not on my radar but I, I i heard they're great though yeah they're okay let's be real i don't uh, think have chris have we heard a have we reviewed a, a good duff song on the show yet I think one actually, like from his first solo album. Yeah, hmm. like that was a good fucking album, and I have like I've said it already probably a million times on this podcast, but like it's it's pretty damn good. Nice. He fails to impress me. Okay, the golden ticket, Izzy Stradlin. Have you got to see him? No, man. I I don't. I, last I heard of him, I don't know how, how much how far you guys go back. Like the um, the Juju Hounds album. Do you guys remember that? The Izzy yeah. Stradlin, Juju yeah. Hounds. That was like a super cool album, and truth be told, like it's kind of last I heard of him. You know, you hear his name pop up, like the little videos where he's a guest, but I, yeah, I don't really know what he's done between that. So I, I, I've never seen him though. Dude, Izzy has the most solo songs in our in our lottery. We we cover anything, like mm-hmm. on our show, we go Guns and Roses, Velvet Revolver, and anything by. Uh, the solo bands from Axel D- or yeah, Axel. Well, Axel had Rapid Fire, so yeah, mm-hmm. Axel Duff slash Steven, um, Izzy, and Izzy solo stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we cover all of that. That's why I yeah. was so excited that you had those tracks that you sent me because I was like, shit, we got some new stuff to add to the wheel. Because when we're done, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say when we're done, I want to be done, and I want I don't want anybody to say, well, you guys didn't cover this without us having a good excuse. <laughs> Yeah, I did that one of the archives, man. I saw that post, and, like, I haven't listened to a CD in probably a decade, and I'm like, something just clicked. Oh, shit, man. I remember I bought that, you know, it was like a bootleg off eBay when I was a teenager, and lo and behold, it was still sitting on a shelf somewhere. So, like, man, before this deteriorates or gets lost, like, I got to rip this and put it on YouTube, and, you know, the rest is history. That's why we're talking as we speak, you know. Yeah, well, I appreciate you sending it to me, especially when you didn't know me from Adam. So. Oh, no, man. It's important to share that stuff, man, because when it, when it gets lost, it's lost, and it's gone for good. You know, It's cool to preserve that and share it as many people who want to to hear it. You know? More than you probably realize, inside of this community that we have formed online, not we as in me and Caputo, I mean as Guns N' Roses fans in general, Sharing your fucking music is a big deal in this community. It is. Yeah. <laughs> you live and die by that nowadays, man. I know, man. Fucking hoarder. Yeah. Um, uh, luckily for us, them. somebody named the chairman came along, and he's been really good about sharing some music. Whoever that person <laughs> is, God bless. Oh. Uh, I'll fill you in on all that if you don't know later. <laughs> I, I can't say I do. 
that's okay. You got to be a diehard GNR fan to know. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say it's been about the year anniversary of that. So, oh, it is. It has since the been. start of it. Yeah, yeah, because that was when we were we were first getting started with this podcast. When like right before we got started. Man, I'm all over the place. I mean, obviously, Guns and Roses is why we're talking here. I mean, I in fact, I got, I got a one of my first tattoos was a GNR tattoo. When I was like 18. Nice. What'd yeah. you get? Yeah, uh, just a generic like a uh, the logo, the one that Slash drew up with the two pistols and the roses. Oh, that's really cool. Oh, yeah, man, I had a chance to show it to Steven Adler when I met him. Like he 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 was so giddy. I mean, I'm sure he sees millions of them, but you know, he just, like, <laughs> told me the story about how Slash drew that up, and it's his original artwork. So, oh, was, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. He seems like the most genuinely nice one. <laughs> he was, man. He was cool. I I I saw. Uh, Again, I'm sure you guys remember Heather's Appetite. Yeah. Um, I saw him like at a really, really small club in Detroit. I mean, I don't even want to call it a club. It's basically a glorified a bar. I, like on a random Wednesday night, and they were they were awesome, man. Like he was really good. He was super good, and his band was tight. And um, I met him after the show, and as you mentioned, he was down to earth, man. Like he came out of the bus, he was literally wearing pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> And he just like no rock star bullshit, man. He just seemed like he was happy to just be talking to people. I mean, it was just like, oh yeah, you know, like signing everything and taking pictures with everybody. Just it's like no sense of urgency to get out of there. Just he just genuinely wanted to hang out. So I don't know what others have to say about him, but in my limited experience, he's a really cool guy. Oh yeah, I've never honestly. You're the first person that's come on our show that's got a that's got a Steven story. Yeah, so. so you got a bunch of Slash ones. I met Slash before. He was, you know, cool, cool as can be. So, oh yeah, I haven't met anybody that was an asshole. Maybe Tommy, but uh, <laughs> a little bit. I wouldn't even say an asshole because he was pretty cool to me. But at the end of the day, but he was a little dickish. Uh, yeah. Axel was nice. So I was really That's expecting so cool. Axel to be an asshole. Cool. It's, like uh, always, I, it's really cool, man. Yeah, it's public perception, man. I, I talked to like Dell James. I know is very active on Twitter, like, and only because like I'm a big wrestling dork, and so is he. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's constantly tweeting about like cool indie wrestling shows. So that's completely unrelated, but you know, also another really nice guy from that camp. So often on this show, we'll have to edit it out because we'll get to talking about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome! <laughs> so you're in, you're in, you're in very good, uh, very good company here. Oh yeah, I, I know. When you said Wednesday, I'm like, ooh, man, that's cutting into AEW, but I'm recording it. <laughs> I'm just I've kidding. never seen AEW. Oh, oh man. it's a lot of fun, man. It's great. No. Well, I don't have the. Uh, here's my rule: you've got to make it easy for me to get your content. Like uh, Ring of Honor's on fight for free so i can watch ring of honor on there uh wwe is on hulu wwe network and and AEW they're on tnt i don't have cable i'm a streamer i'm an exclusive streamer i'm pretty and, sure you can watch on the app for free yeah really tuesday yeah. show on youtube yeah, yeah. i skim dark because i don't want to watch your sunday night heat yeah like, like the <laughs> there. shotgun saturday <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't show me that. Like, as AEW is already two hours of guys I don't know working, mm. former WWE superstars, and so it's like, don't show me an hour of nothing but guys I don't know. I mean, I watch Ring of Honor, but 
it's all guys I don't know. And you, you know, and I've got the, I'm, I'm that diehard WWE loyalist just out of habit because like, that's where everybody I know is like, I can follow us. St- and even, I don't even watch that unless it's a pay-per-view. You're not <laughs> missing much, man. Yeah. I didn't mean to hijack this, go the wrestling route, but man, there's always some connection there. Like if it seems like in this circle, for whatever reason, there's a lot of wrestling fans in the GNR community. I know. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, summertime's the perfect time for grilling. Check this link out, man, and check out the Holy Grail steak. They have dry-aged New York cowboy pack, which is the one I think I'm going to be purchasing for my next barbecue because it looks good, man. Just scrolling through this website makes me hungry, so go check it out, especially if you're planning on... Uh, uh, a big barbecue with some friends. Go check out the Holy Grail Steak Company. Link in the description. And you can uh, you can uh, support your boys, Caputo and Bertram here. Bones, Dusty Bones. That's my name on this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so support your boys and check out Holy Grail Steak Company next time you have a, a nice barbecue. So uh, let's turn around and make them lose their appetite all over again. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, we decided we were going to do a, a music video watch along. Now, sometimes on this show we do a bit. Uh, there's two separate bits. There's the epic music video watch along and the shitty music video watch along. Yeah. Caputo, where would you place this one that we're about to watch? Um, for me, I'd place in somewhere in the middle. But a lot of other people would say <laughs> it's controversial at best. And I mean, it's only apropos because like today, since we're... <laughs> But recording this, the hashtag glory holes was trending in Canada. <laughs> you want to know why? The government here, I believe, released some shit about having sex in a pandemic. What? This is the actually the government of British Columbia, not like Canadian, but in BC. So it says steps to protect yourself during sex. The best part is they're, they're saying, oh, before and after sex, wash your body with soap and water. <laughs> wash your sex toys obviously if you don't you're a fucking sadistic oh, person no fucking shit yeah. yeah they're saying wear a, wear a face covering or a mask heavy breathing <laughs> can cause droplets to come out <laughs> oh my god dude at my age I can barely breathe during sex as it is what the yeah choose sexual positions that limit face to face contact so basically doggy style for 45 minutes <laughs> Um, the best is though why this is trending it says use barriers like walls in brackets example <laughs> glory holes that allow for sexual contact but prevent close face to face contact wait the government in Canada is recommending going to the in glory Columbia. this is like all the way on the fucking uh, west coast there I didn't know any of this before we started recording because of that and Thor's like wow what the fuck the government wants you to put <laughs> Put your dick through a wall, and you don't know what's on the other side. So, like, <laughs> at the end of the day, you think it's preventing COVID? You're, no, it's gonna be even worse. Oh yeah, I'm crying, dude. dude. I'm <laughs> or if anything, just get like a a paper bag, put a cutout, and if you're doing it with your significant other, <laughs> just get, like, after, you know, give you a nice budget, whatever, through with the bag covering. I wish I'd known this before we started recording, man. We could have made a whole bit of se- Canadian sex tips. <laughs> sex tips, yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, man, well, I composed myself. And now it's time for Canadian sex tips with Chris Caputo. <laughs> <laughs> sex tip number one, do not bring maple syrup into the bedroom. It could get sticky. Yeah, man, a whole different animal there in Canada. <laughs> Dude, you have killed me. Like, I was building up, like, 
You put the brakes on me, just so you know. Like, I'm fucking <laughs> crying. My, my fucking ribs and lungs hurt. <laughs> my God. I think I had an aneurysm because now I'm yeah. sweating. <laughs> so, in honor of Glory Holes trending on Canada, world like whatever, we're going to watch the explicit version of the music video for Steel Panthers aptly titled educational song about glory holes wait a minute no we're not gonna do that yet we're gonna do it in a minute but we gotta yeah. go back to this we can't just broach over this <laughs> so who who is that released this like i'm gonna stay on this for a minute this is uh, the government of british columbia okay so the province so... of british columbia they released this thing about steps to protect yourself during sex while in the middle of this covid pandemic so they actually recommended cutting a hole in a wall. Yeah, it's saying using barriers. So they, they put the example of a glory hole, which is just fucking... <laughs> put the, they actually put the example They actually recommended that, yeah. That's it's a say glory hole. Glory holes. Like, it literally <laughs> says that. <laughs> yeah, they have, like, uh, illustrations next to it and stuff. So, like, for those, of the, those that don't know what that is. Oh, please tell me they have say, like a diet. They can Google it. I wouldn't fucking know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's my dick in a box. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish I would have had our soundboard locked up for this one. <laughs> Loaded up. But I had no idea this was coming. Yeah, this is like this is why I was trending like in, in Twitter. Like The first thing I saw it, I was like, oh, wow. We got a lot of Steel Panther fans? And I was like, right. no, this happened. <laughs> <laughs> I was like in fucking tears. I'm like, wow. Only in Canada would like a fucking province do this shit. <laughs> no shame. You talk about you derailing the show, Matt. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we turned a corner this here. Fuck this for a, a while. Guest, then, the one time we have a guest on, and then you get to see me fall the fuck apart. <laughs> oh my god. Oh Jesus. Hang on. I got a splash of water on my face or something. Oh, motherfuck. Dude, what the fuck? For real? Like, yeah. It's usually us doing the stupid shit, not you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Like, I would expect that out of Trump, not Canada. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to use the glory holes for the sex. It's going to be amazing. Oh, yes. Ivanka, <laughs> this is real. Like, this isn't the onion. This is real. This is real. Like, if you go on the, you know... This is on a real website. This is the government of British Columbia. Steps to protect yourself during sex or the risk of being exposed to COVID-19. What I just said like five minutes ago. Dagger. Yeah. <laughs> Wear a mask while you're doing it. Put your lover in a body bag and cut a hole in it. <laughs> I was going to say, find the opening in her hazmat suit and then go to the top. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> It's a good way to pick up chicks because then you don't have to fuck with worrying about what they look like. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, dudes, uh, what we want you to do, if you want to watch along with us, is uh, go to YouTube and look up Steel Panther Glory Hole. We are watching the explicit version. Or yes. if that sounds like too much work, you can go to <laughs> gunsandradio.com. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm ready to go, man. I got it loaded up. I'm a huge Steel Panther fan, so it's. Uh... Good that you guys brought that up on the show. Yeah, man, that's <laughs> I am too. <laughs> Good segue there. 
Yeah, I love I them. I cannot believe that shit. Go to gunsandradio.com. What fucking episode is this? Look up episode 51. Click the, 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 the link. You guys know what to do. It's, it's crazy life. That's the song. Goddamn. When I told you, put the dude, I swear to God, Matt, I did not know about any of that shit when we no, started. I and I kept seeing people post Steel Panther at L'Oreal. And I'm like, there's got to be more to the story here. And like, this is cool because I'm just now, just as he said that, finding out why it's trending. And it's, I can't wait to like run and tell everybody about that because I had no idea. Man, just when you think it can't get any crazier and something like that happens, you're like, man, oh, man, what this world is just, I don't even know what to say. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> truth from fallacies anymore so when i hear I everything know, I, right? I never yeah. thought i'd see the day where the onion was a respected publication they're the only ones i trusted <laughs> <laughs> turns out the onion was ahead of their time right get past all the ads and bullshit and hit pause at the zero mark and uh matt count us down from three and we'll all hit play when you say That's, hit play oh, telling me it may be inappropriate for some users i'm off to a good start <laughs> nice <laughs> Man, man, I got a All right, guys, you ready? Ready. Yeah. Three, two, one, go. <sighs> oh, man. How bad is it when st- Oh, yeah. Now, see, I've seen this before, and it's very deceptive here at the beginning. Because <laughs> it does look like the kind of, uh, the kind of, uh, Music video, I would love. Yeah, can we talk to this man? Because this is, I love this song. That's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm a huge, as a guitar player, I'm a huge Satchel fan, so that's such a cool riff. Nice. Yeah, they're really oh, talented. They're underrated. Yeah, dude, mus- as musicians, like, on a serious note, those guys are super, super talented. I wonder why they never tried it. Well, I guess they had more success with this than they would have of any other kind of band they'd have been in. You remember when he was with, with uh, I don't know how far you, much you follow, but he was with uh, Rob Halford. He, he played guitar for Rob Halford, Satchel did. But we, uh, no, I didn't there. know that. Holy shit. Yeah, so, yeah Rob Halford. His oh, stuff, was, stuff was just called Halford. He was, his name was Russ Parrish at the time before he became Satchel. Weren't they a uh, school of rock or some shit before they were Steel Panther? Oh. Yes. I Don't quote me on it, but I think you're right. When they did well, all cover. Some... Yeah, yeah. A similar name like that. Because mm. they played uh, G- <laughs> the dick in dick. The- Not a real <laughs> one. Oh, you guys are play- What did you say? I, I said I just saw a dick poke through. I hope we're all on the same page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all the clowns fucking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good. Oh, man. This video is gross. This video is fucking interesting. It's great. I think I was drunk like the first time I saw it, and I'm like, this, this is. Just keeps getting better. I know I've got a buddy of mine that's real grossed out by easily by anything, and uh, I made sure to send him. The, well, I didn't send it to him because I wasn't sure he'd watch the whole thing, so I waited till we were hanging out. Oh, gross! <laughs> yeah, it covers the base. Yeah, it was Metal School with the name they went by before. Yeah, oh. there you go. Yeah. Yeah, what I was going to say before the dick poked out and got my attention was that they, <laughs> they did uh, Gene Simmons. Wasn't it Gene Simmons roast that they played on? Yeah. Yes. Man, good memory. Oh, my God. This, this is, is rough. Fucking pulling trigger. 
Oh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Gross. He's a great singer too, man. He is, man. But... He was on. Do you guys know he was on a? He. I don't remember the album off the top of my head. He was a singer on L.A. Guns for, I believe, one album. No, I didn't. Really? Yeah, Holy man. Shit. Yeah, Michael. Look up Michael Starr, and I. Man, oh man. Oh. I, like, I, again, my memory's foggy, but he he played on a uh, L.A. Guns album, or sang on one rather. Sorry, this is making my stomach turn. When they had the beer bottle bong just now, trying to distract you. Yeah. Oh, tits. Thank God. <laughs> Give me something. Oh, She's going to have a dig. I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's a base facial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Have you seen yeah, uh, the DVD? I'm sorry, bud. I was going to say, have you seen the DVD live from Lexi's mom's garage? <laughs> no, I have the one they recorded in England, which is really good. But I have not seen the one you're talking about. Oh, the acoustic set. Where they go yep. in, uh, they go in Lexi's bedroom, and it's like a twelve-year-old girl. Everything's pink and fluffy, and <laughs> they have yeah, such they have... like, like if you didn't speak English, you would think that this was a good song. That's a great song, though, man. Like I said, like riff-wise, and just dude, they're all firing all cylinders, man. It's... Oh, yeah. Like, I don't even oh, yeah. know, like, what do you call it? Like, the timing of when shit comes in and stuff like that. Like, whatever that's called. Mm-hmm. They do a very good job of that. Of putting together a real song. And then, like, <laughs> lyrically, they turn around and just shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> They're just getting hit by coming like, fuck. <laughs> and it's not for everybody, man. It's a fan of me. They do it so well. Oh, I'm not, I, dude. I would go see Steel Panther in a heartbeat. I was, I really oh, love that yeah. band. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I've seen them about six times, man. They were awesome every time. What's your favorite Steel Panther song? Boy, oh boy. Um, I think the probably Death to All But Metal. That was like the first song I heard when they first oh, released yeah. it. And, you know, I know it's kind of everybody's answer, but that that riff caught me immediately i'm like man these guys are awesome lo and behold there's not a bad song on that first album matt do you have anything else you want well we could uh you want to add or anything before we move on and listen to the song of the day no that's about it man i just wanted to make sure i included a couple of links in there like you mentioned earlier and uh man i had a lot of fun sharing just all kinds of stories you guys man that's cool that you guys end up being wrestling fans guns and roses fans like it's it really is a small world after all i mean you realize like uh, to go on a serious note, uh, you know, not to sound preachy, but it's like, dude, with all the bullshit going on in the world and everybody, everybody's first instinct to argue with each other, it's very cool to to come across two seemingly strangers to me that you know you realize like people have way more in common than they they admit. And oh yeah, and it's, it's oh, yeah. Try, you'll, you'll, you'll find common ground with anybody. So it's a pleasure talking to you guys, man. That 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 was uh, I plugged everything I needed to, and let's just. Uh, fire from the hip from here on out damn straight well thank you for coming on and everything man <clears throat> and uh you're gonna stick around for extra tonight absolutely awesome awesome so we'll get to know uh we'll get to know uh matt a little better also over an extra hang on a second you guys wait a minute vince what the hell's going on in there hang on a second guys Vince, open up, Vince. What's going on, man? 
What? Dude, what's the matter with you? I can't help it, man. It really burns when I pee now. Dude, did you not listen to me last week when I told you to go to stdcheck.com and get yourself checked out? I can't help it, man. I just had so much to do and I haven't had time to get around to it. Vince, what do you mean you haven't had time to get around to it? It takes like five minutes to get a confidential STD check from stdcheck.com. I can't help it, man. And besides, it's been so long now. I can't. I don't even remember how to get there. Oh, God. Vince, it's been a week. But come here. Give me your phone. Let me show you one more time. Okay. All right. Fine. Okay, look. Pull up the podcast, episode 51. There you go. Crazy life. That one. Yeah. Looks like the Joker. Okay. Okay. I see it. Okay. I'll click on this. Right. Now go to the description and... You see that link for stdcheck.com? Yeah, I see it there. Okay, good. Click on that, and dude, just follow the steps and get yourself checked out, man, because seriously, you can't keep interrupting our podcast like this, man. It's, it's really fucking pissing me off. I can't help it, man. It's, it's not my fault. Well, dude, just, just take care of it, and fucking, dude, did you lift the seat while you were... D- <laughs> Shit! Clean that fucking toilet, you asshole. Fucking motherfucking asshole. Can't wait till this fucking pandemic's over and Motley Crue comes back and this asshole gets out of my fucking apartment. Okay, guys, I'm back. Listen, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll check out the song of the day, Crazy Life by Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. Before we get into our song this week, uh... Dustin, why don't we go ahead and talk about uh, one of our affiliates for the show here, Dr. Strange's CBD. Damn straight! That's what I'm vaping on right now, as a matter of fact. Yeah, you sent me some over here in the Great White North. I've been using it for uh, some joint uh, back pain, and it's uh, phenomenal. Works amazing. It's organically grown in the good old U.S. of the A. Uh, yep, sourced yep, from yep. reputable farms. It has won the Best Hemp Flower Award at the 2019 CBD East Expo. Yeah, that's a pretty impressive, uh, pretty impressive accolade there. Yeah, pretty, and I, I really enjoy it, man. One of the things I've noticed about using CBD, uh, I suffer from uh, insomnia, and I found that the CBD oil really helps me get to sleep, also. Yeah. But yeah, man, Doctor Strange CBD, they they offer the freshest organic hemp flower. Mm-hmm. as well as many other hemp products at some really good prices. Their prices start, get this, at $3.79. And everything that they choose, every bit of their product is hand-selected exclusively for you, the customer, so you're not going to get any of that dirt-tasting Reggie bullshit. <laughs> yeah, no bushweed, <laughs> only the best weed. <laughs> oh, man, how far we've come as a society. Uh, so yeah, guys, get out, go to the link in the description of this podcast and go check out and show some love to Dr. Strain's CBD. Such a dope intro. These guys do a damn good job of creating that classic rock sound. Yeah. Like, listen to this intro right now. It gives me like a Mr. Brownstone kind of vibe. Yeah, good point, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. It sounds very, like, Brownstone-esque in a way. 
Yeah, and it's got that. It's like building up, and then Miles comes in. He doesn't really steal the show at first. Like, he just kind of comes in, says hi, you know, and we, you know, lets mm. us know we're about to get started. <clears throat> what do you think about Miles Kennedy as a singer? Matt? He's awesome, man. I'm, I'm a big, uh, I don't know how much you guys listen to Alter Bridge, but I'm a huge Alter Bridge fan. I mean, I. I like everything he does, man. When I first heard him, I'm like, man, this is like the, I, I want to say like the first time I heard it was on Slash's first solo. I'm like, oh man, this guy fits perfectly. And lo and behold, man, everything they've done together, um, I've liked. I mean, none of, there's, there's really no weak points in that band. It's really a strong band. Mm-hmm. Underrated. <laughs> All right. So uh, I've got the lyrics pulled up. I don't know where we are in the song, so I'm gonna hit play and then we're gonna we're gonna dissect some lyrics here. Alright, so this is definitely a uh a uh rock star lifestyle kind of song. Because it goes, uh, <clears throat> I was two years lost, so I don't recall and never did see the light. Should I read these? Uh, you want me to read these like Shakespearean quotes? Yeah, give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> no, you want me to read them like Vince Neil? No. <laughs> Tanda! No, wait, no, you can kind of understand what he's saying. Because like, with Vince, you only get the last word of the sentence. Tanda! Tanda! <laughs> Like, that's what Neil sounds like. <laughs> but no, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, so far I'm thinking this is going to be, uh, well, I know this is going to be a uh, one of those rock star lifestyle songs. I'm not going to do the bit we used to do where I try to tell a fucked up story with the lyrics because yeah. <laughs> this is too good a song to fuck up that way. Yeah, we cannot do this to this. No way. All right, let's go in and hit that hook. That's incidentally the, the thought I always have every time we add tracks to our lottery. <laughs> Eight years. Oh, this next verse sounds like my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I love this riff. Okay, what was that first line of that second stanza there? Oh, you had long black hair, the double no, no, stare. No. Yeah, after that, after the do your bit for free. Um, you couldn't get your shit together, couldn't bring yourself to rights. Couldn't, couldn't do what? You couldn't do what? Couldn't get your shit together. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Matt has no idea what's going on because he can't hear the sound effect because I'm adding it in post. <laughs> I trust your judgment. <laughs> That's a running joke on our show. <laughs> All right, let's get our shit together and get back to the song. Do it.
I'm pausing it right here because here in a minute we're going to have, if I know, if I, I know Slash and Miles Kennedy, we're going to have an epic vocal breakdown that's going to charge us headfirst into some kick-ass guitar solo. Now, this isn't a song I listen to every day, so I'm not 100% sure. If that prediction fails, I could be wrong, but I have a feeling that that's the route we're going to go. So, I want to say one more time that this fucking chorus here is fucking fly. They could they they, they hit all cylinders so far oh, yeah. on this song. Short but sweet, but like fucking phenomenal. Oh yeah. Well, it's three minutes long, but the lyrics, I guess, aren't just exactly. Well, I mean, it's not an Izzy Stratton song where we yeah, repeat the shit. Yeah, the same thing over and over. <laughs> Jeez. Can't shit talk Izzy after last week though, because he did deliver. That was a pretty good song last week. I can't deny. All right. Let's go. Here we go. Strap in, boys. I can, like, feel it coming. Dude, look at this. I got chills, man. Look. Shit. That note right there, for some reason, man, made my arm hair stand up. Okay, hang on. Before we get back into it, Matt, you, uh, what? Take me through, like, for you at least, when you're writing, a, a, you write a lot of instrumentals. When you're writing, like, these kind of kick-ass guitar solos and shit like that, what kind of, what what's that process like? For myself, I mean, it may be different than some other guys. I mean, everybody's got their own approach. Um, I know guys, personally, that love to write every last note out. And my personal approach, man, I just let it rip. I mean, if it's something, like, like you may not be a musician, but you understand the language in terms of like you're getting chills. We all feel that same feeling, you know, when, you, when you're listening to something that pumps you up and that's kind of when you let it rip, man, if you feel that and you hit record, it's, that's how I personally like to do it, man. You get that, that same feeling that's giving you chills, giving you goosebumps as a musician, you feel that. And that's just what kind of propels you through the solo, man. And, and I know like some guys love to, write everything out and tab it all out and have it perfect. And some guys just let it rip. And uh, I prefer to do it that way. Personally. I feel like slash uses that same approach. I have a feeling that he doesn't meticulously write everything because doesn't he play by ear have, or has he learned to read music by, by the time this came out? Man, I'll tell you what he's, he's, I've read like so much literature about him learning by ear, but dude, Trust me, man, from a technical standpoint, he's so fucking good that there's just no way he doesn't have some kind of, I mean, he's an anomaly and he's my all-time favorite guitar player, but I just find it hard to believe, like, he doesn't have some kind of formal training from someone. I mean, he's just too fucking good. Like a mentor? Who would have mentored Slash? Does he tell that in the book? I, I don't remember, man. You know, listen, man, I might be speaking on a turn. I might be totally wrong, and somebody may have the answer to that. But, like, 
from a technical standpoint, man, if he's just that good, like without any kind of guidance, it speaks volumes, you know? Oh yeah. That's for sure. I mean, if anybody was going to just be born a fucking messiah of guitar, then I guess it would have to be Slash. It's quite possible, man. And don't get, and I, I can feel you people already commenting and sending us your fucking letters and shit. Don't give me that Jimi Hendrix shit, neither. <laughs> the only thing, the only thing I can do is see. Let's piss them off. Go ahead while they're typing. Uh, Nirvana <laughs> sucks, and the Beatles are overrated. Uh, now those two, I actually believe. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you on both, man. I know I'm catch heat for that, but uh, <laughs> I agree with you on both, man. I know this. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Yeah, Nirvana was good for what it was. That was basically the '90s, like wrapped up in like a nutshell. Like that was was, like, like I think I probably said it before. I'll say that you're right. Nirvana's good for what it was, and it was garbage. So yes, I completely agree. That's yeah. I feel like yeah, their music doesn't age. I don't know. It's not not that it ages well, but it's just like I don't think it'll hold up much longer. I'm not going to give you shit for liking Nirvana just because I hate it. I'm not that kind of friend. They had like a handful of like decent songs. That's it. I'm not going to go crazy over them. Should I say my line? You know what the one. I, I, do I know what you're talking about? The best sound that ever came out of Kurt Cobain's head. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> too, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, it's too soon. It's only been like what twenty six years. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get back on track. See, I forget we're doing a podcast sometimes, and I get my shitty me singing along, and it's embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> me and Caputo is going to release an album one day. Like singing badly. <laughs> Listen, I'll do like half decent. Me, on the other hand, yeah. I'll do backup. No, what we'll do is we'll auto tune me like T Pain. Oh, yeah. Throw some Melodyne on there. This, this outro just beats the shit out of you before they let you go. Mm hmm. It's like when you're whooping somebody's ass and you get those last few punches in just as hard as you can before you let them go. <laughs> that was Crazy Life by Slash, our song of the week. And Matt, you're our guest. We do a rating system after every show where we rate up to five stars. What would you give this one on your scale? Well, let me preface this by saying real quick, like when you when you had mentioned what song are you covering, like I'm going through it and I'm like, Man, like I, I'm obviously familiar with all the material, but I'm like it, that. That was, I guess, for whatever reason, one of the songs I just kind of put on the back burner and really like never paid that much attention to. Mm-hmm. So, like in preparing for the show, man, I listened to it nonstop. I'm like, holy shit, this is a good song. Um, I maybe we'll get into it later. I wrote a couple notes about what I thought from a music standpoint, but no, dude, perfect, perfect. Right now is perfect for you to do that because we yeah, don't have that advantage. Yeah, man. I mean, again, taking for what it's worth, man. This is just one guy's opinion. Um, really, I guess going off the start, like you guys had, had made mention of how cool of a riff that is. Like simple, but it really reminded me a lot of like something Joe Perry would do on the early Aerosmith, like an Aerosmith rocks type. You oh, know? yeah. All of his riffs yeah. on rocks are like earlier. I know Joe Perry is a huge influence on Slash, and mm-hmm. in my opinion, it really shows on that intro. 
Oh yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense actually. For, just from somebody that doesn't know all that much about creating music and the composition of it from a guitar standpoint, that still yeah, makes man, a whole lot of sense. We all wear our influences on our sleeves. You know, there's I'm guilty of playing and hearing that criticism, like, oh, I mean, you're a Slash clone, but dude, I mean, that's how we find our own voice. You know, we try to emulate those we look up to, and again, it really shows in his playing. I think. Oh yeah, I, I, that makes a whole lot of sense. Did you I, have any? Yeah, man. A couple. The only thing I, and, and I, I may catch some heat for this, but this is something that's always stuck in me. Like on that album specifically, I absolutely hate the drum tone. Like he's an that's not, that's not a knock against his drumming. His drumming's excellent. Like from a production standpoint, I just don't like the choice of tone. I it was it's a little too like boomy and uncompressed for me i don't know I, I i like a tighter snare sound it was a little boomy i love the cowbell that, that's kind of like a hat tip i feel like to steven adler who also used a lot of cowbell but oh, production yeah. wise i'm not crazy about the drum tone it's just a i think the kick drum's a little too like boomy for me I, i'm not a huge fan of it and again it's not an against playing but um Dude, I mean, the guitar solo, like you mentioned, what better way to put it than Goosebumps? Um, that really reminded me, like, like that last part of the solo when he came out of it, a, a lot of, like, how he approached Back Off Bitch. Like, I don't oh. know if you can remember the solo on Back Off Bitch off, off memory, but, like, it's that really, like, aggressive cascading. He does a lot of that, like, pentatonic cascading stuff where he's repeating notes, and it's, Dude, it's aggressive and it's it just sounds awesome. Like, but I think what people like neglect and they talk about Slash. Everybody talks about his technique and you know, like the the cool riffs. But like, people forget to mention how good of a sense of melody he has. You know, like his True. he. I think he himself made a quote one time that I always like. This will always stick with me. Is like when you write a guitar solo, man. Showing off is one thing, but if you're able to go back and hum that solo, that's a memorable guitar solo. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I can agree with that. Yeah. So a lot of his stuff really does. I mean, you hear, like, Sweet Child of Mine or so, like, the memorable solos like that. Like, you can hum. You don't have to be a guitar player or a musician at all. You can hum them. It's like, just his, he's just got this intuition of, of choosing, like, the perfect phrasing at the perfect time, man. I mean, I know it sounds like, like I'm, I'm, worshiping the ground he walks on which i kind of do but dude i mean really his just i think he just does everything perfect dude you are among friends look at the name of the show that you are on (laughs) (laughs) gosh man gosh it all doesn't matter i really do man i can't say it enough like i'll tell anyone who listens i'm like he in my in my mind is like the definition of the perfect guitar player technique melody speed he knows when to lay off the gas he knows what the song requires and he did all of that in this song for me this is probably one of his best like modern era solos damn one thing i didn't think of that you give us in your review here uh is that you you have experience as a sound technician as well and i wasn't prepared for that but i'm really grateful that uh that you have that insight because that's another thing that uh, we don't have to to bring to it. So 
I love that you was able to give us that 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 kind of a a viewpoint on on the song. That's that's something we don't normally get. So thank you for that, uh, man. And I know, I know, and again, like I, I'm I'm being like a, a a harsh critic here, but like I know, like that's just not that they did anything wrong in production per se. It's just the sound they were going for. And if I'm not mistaken, like. I don't know how much of the behind the scenes stuff you guys watch when they made when they were making that album. Like the, I think like Ernie Ball or one of the guitar companies released some footage of it, like these little short ten minute reels, and that was kind of the sound they were going for. I think they used a lot of analog equipment to go for that, like old yeah. form rock sound, and that works, man. That works for some man. Like I really like that sound on all the Rival Sons albums, but for Slash in particular, I don't love that warm analog sound. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, mm-hmm. a lot of too when they were making this album, they recorded it. They didn't record tracks. It was all analog uh, with the yeah for this one well, they, and the one after reel to reel and all that. Yeah, yeah, but they also uh, everybody was in the studio playing together when they recorded the uh, when they recorded the uh, the album. And so or so I've heard from yeah from interviews and stuff, which is an interesting way of going about it, but. Um, they had an app at one point. I don't know if it's still available in iTunes or not. I, I've never bothered to see if it was an Android. But uh, when I had an iPhone and when this album first came out years ago, you could download the Slash app and then pick a song from the album. And then you uh, it gave you all of the band members. It had like a camera centered. And then you could like click on who you wanted to look at. And oh. move the camera around, and everybody had different angles and shit. So, uh, even the guy uh, sitting at the soundboard, you could click on him and see him moving the the knobs and shit. And yeah. uh, so every time, uh, unless you sat down and listened to every single song second by second, like every time that you watched a music video, depending on or the the one of the videos you would get a new music video every time because you were controlling all the camera angles. And to me, that was a really neat uh, concept. I'd be interested to see if that's on Android now. Um, but out of out of uh, five, what would you give this overall? And, you know, when I started get digging into it, I'm like, okay, cool riff. But I got to be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of the verse. I thought it was a little, uh, for lack of a better term, a little boring. But then, like you mentioned, dude, that chorus hits, and oh my goodness, man, his vocal harmonies are excellent. Cool melody overall. So, again, I, a little bit, a little bit on the short side of the song. I would say, shit, man, probably a four because the guitar solo and the chorus really salvaged that song and like really elevated my eyes. Nice. All right, so Chris. Yep. I'm going to make you follow that. I can't follow. <laughs> I'll try to. But like, it's crazy how good this song is. And it was a fucking bonus track on the deluxe edition. A yeah, bonus track. I didn't realize that you mentioned good. It. It's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that until like my research. Because like, I've listened to this song like a while back, like here and there. Because I like I follow those like a Slash Essentials playlist on Spotify. So if I want to listen to Slash, I just put that on. It's all the soul stuff in one playlist. So why not? But yeah, for like... a what's considered like i guess what they considered not good enough to make the main album this should have been like on like the the main track list it's fucking good this song man oh yeah kick-ass guitar solo the chorus hooks you right in whatever you know 
I agree uh, with Matt. You know, the verses aren't really like the best, but like it's it's decent for you know SMKC, I guess. Uh, quality, whatever stuff. I'm gonna go the same thing. I'm gonna give it a, a solid four out of five. For me, um, I, I love it. And lyrically speaking, like I, I was able to find something in my life to apply one of the verses to without even really trying. Yeah. <laughs> so that gives it that gives it a bonus for me. Um, and like any time that you can make me physically feel something, uh, that's bad. So I'm going for the trifecta. I've for the last three weeks I've given the song five stars. And I was really hoping to not continue that because I don't want to get that rep of a guy that just gives those out willy nilly. But I can't help it. This is a fiver for me. Like, damn, you've been you've been generous, man. I've been dishing out the fives for the last three weeks. The last Jeez. three weeks in a row in my review has been a five. Yeah, that's good. You're finding some shit now. It's good. I know. Now watch this. We're gonna spin the wheel when my world's gonna come up. Oh God. <laughs> Let's now- see. Oh, <laughs> don't forget that's floating around in there. <laughs> but uh, with that, uh, be sure to go over to GN Extra today, and uh, we're going to continue our conversation with Matt. I'm going to tell you guys a story about when I tried to buy this album and showed my ass at Best Buy. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more. We'll, we'll see what happens. We make extra up as we go. We've never lied about that. So. Yeah. <laughs> All with right. that, you guys ready to spin the wheel and see what we're going to listen to next week? Let's make it, it, man. Let's make it happen. I have this memorized. How sad is that? <laughs> We've only heard it 51 times. <laughs> Good lord. Good choice, man. Shit. 400. Four hundred and eighty fucking songs. What are the uh, we're gonna get all the good ones in one fucking go, and then our show's gonna go to shit. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> so hold a few off. The, the studio version or the live version? Like, how do you also review at some point, like the live era record version, or is it just you just do one overall? We do one overall, but we may uh, we may talk about it and stuff like that because like this song is gonna give us this might be a full episode song oh yeah yeah without a doubt man especially you have to for what it's worth you have to dig into the live era version because slash the solo on that is just next level man it's worth a whole episode in itself the one he recorded in 99 <laughs> <laughs> yeah allegedly <laughs> right or so they say yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll see. look into it. Yeah, definitely. We'll see what happens next week. I mean, at this point, we've just found out the song, so yeah, we right. haven't really, we're not really, we haven't planned the episode yet. So there's no say, telling. It's even ironic too, because then like uh, the estate of Chris Cornell just released a cover of Patience. He did. Oh I yeah, hear it. But I heard they released it. It's pretty good, actually. Is it good? Look at it next week. Cool. I know, man. That's the gods maybe smiling down on us because we might have a chance to listen to that. Yeah, uh, awesome. But, uh, folks, at this point, uh, we're done for this episode of the Guns and Radio podcast. So uh, be sure to check us out over at gunsandradio.com. Check the description of this podcast and check out Matt's, uh, Matt's links and everything. Go follow him on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook. 
and uh, be sure to head over to GN Extra where we're going to continue our conversation with Matt and uh, you know we'll see what happens GN Extra is like the wild west of podcasts for us so pretty much <laughs> but uh, yeah that's going to do it for this edition of the Guns of Radio podcast until next time I'm Dustin Bones and I'm Chris Caputo we'll see you next week on Guns and Radio peace <laughs>